Yeah, you have total permission. Anyone's listening, you have total permission to be loud and rude. Like, they're a stranger, they're making you uncomfortable. Your safety is number one. Welcome to the In Between Mama podcast, a place to rest in between who you are and who God is calling you to be. I'm your host, Riley Sandral, and today I'm excited to welcome my guest, Casey. She's also known as Casey Lynn Tactics on Instagram. Casey is dedicated to helping women be confident and safe with firearms and teaching firearm safety for those who are around children. She is a mom of three, a military wife, living the kind of crunchy bus traveling life, and she's also an entrepreneur and in the process of creating safe concealed carry leggings that will be made in the USA. I'm so excited for those. You'll definitely want to follow her to keep an eye out for that project. Casey and I have been Instagram friends uh, for a few years now. She actually came on my other podcast in 2021. We chatted all about self-reliance, concealed carry, why it should matter to you, and the process of getting started. I will link that episode in the show notes. It's season two, episode 15 of the Solidarity Podcast. So today, I'm really excited to bring Casey back on and chat about all things being proactive, vigilance, teaching your children about self-defense, and specifically how to do all of that as we approach the holiday season. This is a topic that is dear to my heart because I believe that as mothers, we should be just as capable of defending our families as anyone else, honestly, even more so as we often find ourselves in really vulnerable situations and positions. And I never want anyone to feel like they cannot learn simply because they weren't taught growing up or because of any kind of political stance. There's always a way to learn and learning how to be aware and how to defend yourself in any situation is super important regardless of your stance on guns or no guns. It doesn't really matter. There's so much more to it than that. So with that, let's welcome Casey. Hi, Casey. Welcome back. And well, welcome back to podcasting with me in general, <laughs> but welcome to the In Between Mama podcast. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you. I'm glad to be here again. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. So would you quickly introduce yourself and any credentials you currently have? Yeah. Uh, so I'm Casey and um, I currently live in Texas. So my husband's in the military. So we kind of travel. Well, they say you travel around a bit in the military, but we've only been in two places in like 10 years. So, <laughs> but oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but basically what I do right now, um, the foundation of it is really just a mom who wants to protect her kids. And the route I went down was firearms because it is the ultimate equalizer for women. And um, mm-hmm. especially when you have kids, you have less control. And having a firearm gives you the best control in most scenarios. And so I um, had gotten my concealed carry license and realized that I didn't really get um a lot of questions answered. So concealed carry license is all about the laws and that's pretty much it. Um, I didn't know about how to safely store it and how to safely wear it, you know, any, how to use it in a situation and all that kind of stuff. And so I decided to get my, um, uh, instructor certification through the United States Concealed Carry Association, which is the USCCA. Um, and so my mission is to be able to have training which I'm working on, for um, people to be able to access from anywhere. So it'll be online so that uh, you can learn at your own pace because moms especially don't have the time and sometimes don't have the money to be able to travel and go to all these trainings. So that's absolutely yeah, that's for 
we are right now. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about this later, but you're also developing some really, really cool leggings yeah. that I've been waiting for and so excited about. Yeah, I know. I just said it was going to be launched. When was the last time we did the podcast? Was that uh, 2021? 2021. Yeah, and yeah. I said it was going to be launched that year. Yeah. <laughs> so many things went weary, but we're we're there now. So we'll talk about it yeah, later. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Yes, they're going to be so good. I can't wait. Um, okay, so there, I have a lot of things I want to talk about, so let's jump right in to all of them. Okay. So in our last episode, we covered the basics of why you should care about self-defense, how to ease into it, especially if you're not comfortable with firearms. Um, so if you want to like listen to all that, you can go back to the last episode. Um, but I want to reiterate in this episode, like it, the point is not to live in fear. Right but to learn how to be self-aware, to practice proactive vigilance, um, and to realize that it's our responsibility to teach our children how to do the same things. And so if we don't know how to avoid dangerous situations, how are we supposed to teach our children that? Um, And not even just avoiding dangerous situations, but how to handle them when they do inevitably come up and all of that kind of stuff. Um, And I think this really goes so far beyond the debate of guns versus no guns. Obviously, we know how you feel. You know how I feel. We like them. <laughs> we, <laughs> we believe they're them. a great yes. tool. <laughs> we love them. Well, that's it. It's a tool. So, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a tool. And there are other tools if you're not comfortable with having them or if it's a legal issue for some reason in your area or in your household or whatever the case may be, it doesn't automatically rule you out if you cannot or do not want to carry. And so I would love to talk about um, – what are options now we, we talked a little bit about like easing into things if your goal was to eventually start to carry in our last episode but I'd love to talk about options now especially because something you and I like to talk about a lot in our dms mm-hmm. is these dumb little gimmicky things that we see all over tiktok yeah. that women are being sold and it's just a load of bs right yeah that drives me <laughs> and insane so, yeah yeah yep. so do you have any updates from like a couple years ago? And it's okay if you like repeat some of them because I don't even remember all of them. <laughs> but like your favorite books, training programs, mm-hmm. everyday carry recommendations, just like let's just talk about all that. Okay. Um, yeah. So what I want to start with, I'm probably going to miss a couple, but what I want to start with is that um, all these gimmicks that come out, they're they're always going to come out, um, and they're always going to be uh, around and for sale. But what it really comes back to is the foundations always stay the same. You know, you want a good quality gun, a good quality holster, a good quality way to wear it. Um, And and that's like the basics. A tourniquet would be great to have with you as well. Um, And like, so as long as you have the foundation, you're set. Now, if you want to build on that, you totally can. A flashlight, not a bad idea. If you want a knife, you can get a knife. But like a knife, think about it in terms of if you have to use it, that, that person's going to be close to you. Whereas if you have a gun yeah. or pepper spray, uh, the, you know, you can better maintain that distance than with like, um, like a taser or not a taser, a stun gun. Uh, and mm-hmm. so, um, and you know, things like some people will say, well, why not have a taser instead of a firearm? Well, you know, sometimes the taser won't work. Like if you're in the winter, if you're in a Northern climate, uh, if you have thick, uh, clothing on or that person is wearing thick clothing, it might not get you know or um send that voltage that 
to stop them. And some people, it just might not even work. Like sometimes that happens with pepper spray. It might not phase them, especially if they're on drugs or something like that. Um, and so, and you, people can still fight through pepper spray and that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah. But the things that I absolutely cannot stand is like those little like ring daggers or um, like certain of certain daggers that you just hold and, you know, like just get something that's good quality. Um, yeah. And a lot of some people will say, oh, well, all you need is an alarm. And I like alarms for certain situations, but I don't like them um, for the sole purpose of like defending yourself because it is not a defense tool it's a deterrence you're hoping that that's going to deter someone but it doesn't mean they're going to like it's going to deter them and then you have to rely on someone else to come and help and what if there's no one mm -hmm. around you know yeah yeah Yeah. I don't think a lot of moms really think about the fact that we have to be our own first responders in medical care and self-defense and all of these different things Mm -hmm. and also I feel like what doesn't come up in the debate a lot is that this is not just about um defending yourself like when it gets to the point you have a whole arsenal of tools mostly verbal and body language and just Mm self-awareness before you ever get to the point where that would even need to be on the table if you are having to unholster your gun for any reason Mm -hmm. like that is because that is your last ditch effort That is not your first go-to. And I think that that's what a lot of people picture when they think about it of like, oh, I'm getting angry. I need to show them what I have or whatever. Or like they're they're not safe, so I need to like warn them. Mm -hmm. No, that's illegal in a lot of states and also not (laughs) not a good idea in general. So that's not... Yeah, It can escalate the situation and it also gets rid of your surprise. Like I love being able to have that last resort and having that as a surprise because that's going to be... a good asset to have and just like you said like there are so many other things you can do first in order and now when I say so many other things it might be like two seconds of time before you have to use your firearm but you you do have options and the biggest one is situational awareness the more situational awareness you have the more time you can have and the more options you get Yeah, yeah absolutely um I think one thing that I get really upset about is seeing, like, obviously we see the Facebook posts all the time, the mom that got followed around the store or whatever. And we talked about this kind of last time, mm-hmm. too. But it's it's so sad to me, the comments that are like, you're overreacting or you're overthinking it. And I just want to encourage people that it is okay. Like, please, please overreact. Please overthink it. Mm-hmm. Because it's better to be aware than those who are not. Because that's when things go badly because the reality is that there are bad people in the world i live in a really high trafficked area and we're like right on main interstate and so all like i have there are very few times i've gone to a store and not had a weird encounter or not had a weird feeling or whatever i have family and local law enforcement like i'm aware of what's happening Mm -hmm. they're aware of what's happening it's very very real Mm -hmm. and so i feel like it's just the first like the first kind of self-defense tool is realizing that your gut is a very your first (laughs) your first tool like rely on that rely on your intuition right yeah the intuition is huge and it's a literal so how that works is like your subconscious brain can pick up so much more information than your conscious brain can so when it when you get that feeling, it's because subconsciously you notice something that's off. And so it, it literally is sending you a danger signal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. 
that's really cool. Um, um, oh. Go ahead. Uh, no, I, what I want to say, just reiterating what you're saying, is, like, it's better to overreact. And the, and the thing is, like, they are strangers. Like, who cares if you hurt someone's feelings? You know, as long as you're not being mean, you're being, like, you're just being protective of you and your kids. So, um yeah. There's a difference between being mean towards someone and just being firm and setting your boundaries. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Especially in the South, like, because that's it's well known that that's where I live in the South, mm-hmm. and it's like, be sweet, be kind, and like I had a situation the other day where there was a man making me and my friend very uncomfortable, and like it was to the point where he was becoming a serious enough threat that as soon as we had a chance we got the heck out of there because it was like you and honestly like looking back I still wish I would have been a little bit more rude I wish I would have been like please walk away from me because that's okay for you to say to a random Mm -hmm. stranger and it's Um, also really hard like it is really hard to actually say those words in in that situation and so in that instance I always recommend like practice at home practice saying it out loud so it doesn't feel very like weird when you actually have to say it that's really good advice um I should do that (laughs) so real quick I would love to talk because you share this kind of content all the time on your page which is so great but we talk about specifically firearms and we get a little freaked out sometimes especially as moms Mm -hmm. like what about my kids heaven forbid they ever get a hold of it Mm -hmm. so can you talk to me as a mom of littles how have you navigated these conversations specifically being proactive and teaching your own kids about um, self-preservation defense and then some of the measures that you take with with tools that you have in the household to keep them from getting a hold of them yeah so i mean if you're if, if you're having trouble thinking about you know how to keep your firearm in a safe place just replace the word firearm with a knife like what are you gonna do with uh, if you have a if you're cooking and you have a knife you know you make sure that the child doesn't have access right or if that knife is out and being used you are there making sure that they don't grab it and it's the same thing now you have a proper a good quality safe um you make sure you like i always say that firearm is either on you or in a safe it is like you don't take it off to go to the bathroom if you want to take it off to go to the bathroom you put it in the safe first go to the bathroom put it back on like don't put it on the counter don't put it on the back of the you just might forget you know um and the other thing is i have two stories to share with you one is my daughter so she's four years old now and we've been like my we're starting to teach this to my son now but i always ask hey if you ever see a firearm what do you do and she knows don't touch it go get an adult and I have, we've been practicing this. We've been saying that, not just, you know, just saying it over and over. And I ask her randomly and she knows. And I have a blue gun. It's completely inert. It's just a fake plastic gun that looks mm-hmm. like a real one. And uh, yeah, I was, we have one of those yeah, too. and this is a great training tool. So I was testing out a pair of leggings, not mine, someone else's, to see the retention on it. And I was running around the yard with my daughter and it fell out. And, you know, no matter how many times before I ask her, like, what do you do when you see a firearm? And she knows the answer. Well, she ran straight to it, went to pick it up. And I was like, hey, what do you do when you see a firearm? And she's like, I don't know. And I was like, you don't touch it and you get an adult. So just because, like, they can repeat it back to you doesn't mean that they know. 
And so you need mm-hmm. to make sure yeah. that they actually know. And so that like was a very good learning moment for her. Um, and the other thing, <laughs> I told you this story, you helped me through this, but my son, he loves to explore and he loves to just tinker and take things apart. And during that time, a couple of days ago, he mm-hmm. got through some homeopathy meds. So homeopathy is, you can't overdose on it, but he ate about three-fourths of our supply, uh, which is about 975 little tablets that <laughs> taste like sh- sugar. <laughs> and so that's just like an eye-opening. Like, and I put it like in an area where I'm like, yeah, he might find it, but he probably won't. Like, This is going to be a little difficult to get to, and he found it. And so it mm-hmm. goes to show that you need to make absolute sure that there is no way they're going to be able to get and that's in a safe. Um, it's not high mm-hmm. on a shelf. It's not tucked away in some drawer. It's in a safe. And even if you don't have kids or if you have an infant, it, like get into that habit pattern now. Don't just say, oh, mm-hmm. they can't crawl yet, so I'm going to put it on the shelf. No, get it. Get into that habit pattern so that you don't accidentally make that mistake when it counts. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. We um, Before we had kids, we didn't have individuals and like individual safes mm-hmm. for ours. And so when it came to like storing them especially at night because we were like well if I need to get to it Mm -hmm. we're just two adults like it's it's not that big of a deal but like as soon as our son turned about seven months eight months Mm -hmm. and started literally climbing stools it was like oh no we can't do that right like yeah first of all our eight month old was crazy for climbing (laughs) being able to climb like that yeah but it really like it it gets you thinking like very quickly of oh this isn't just like a a think about it later it should be from the beginning Mm -hmm. and I wish we had done that from the beginning Mm -hmm. now we're in the habit of being able to unlock it quickly right but that's that's another thing like you have to train yourself in that skill of unlocking it quickly Mm -hmm. and well and the crazy thing is that like so our brain builds pathways and the more habit like the more you do one habit it that pathway is stronger so if you Mm -hmm. um so you could even so like let's just say that you've had the habit of putting a firearm on a shelf you know for five years and then you have kids and you've been really good about putting it in a safe for like seven years well that seven year habit pattern is still is way stronger than your five year habit pattern but you it's still there and if there's like one like one detail one instance that your brain picks up it will it can go back to the five that habit pattern of you putting it on the shelf and you might just accidentally do it. And so mm-hmm. like you just you just want to just keep hammering that new habit pattern and don't even start a bad one if you can. Like just don't start yeah. a bad one at all. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about the holidays because those are coming up mm-hmm. and I feel like this is not something I've ever heard anyone really talk about in like this space. Um so we're going to be traveling a lot here soon. Mm-hmm. And you're like the queen of traveling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you really are. I'm like, I literally never know where you're at. You responded to one of my messages one time with like, I'm in Japan. Yeah. And I'm like, I-, I love this. I know. But I one of the things. I don't post anything on the Instagram. So like, no, yeah. I love it. Like, that's one of the things that you are so good at and I've always been super paranoid about that like anytime we were traveling growing up I'd be like mom don't post that we're not home yeah that's dumb like post when we get home Mm -hmm. um but you do you model that so well of like taking really really intentional steps when you're traveling with your firearms with laws with uh just like general common sense of not letting people know that you're not 
where no. you're supposed to be yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So I want to talk about a couple different aspects of this and a few different scenarios um, because we're not in our usual routines. Mm-hmm. Our kids are put in new situations with family members or complete strangers. There's alcohol involved. Mm-hmm. There's lots of food, which puts us off our game because we're eating foods our bodies aren't typically reg- like regularly eating or hopefully not regularly <laughs> eating. And that that puts us into like a food coma, which affects our brains. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's actually a really thing. It's disru- it's disruptive. Oh, yeah. um, so I would love to talk about all of these things and see if you have any tangible tips for how to be extra self-aware, extra vigilant, um, traveling with your firearms and all that kind of stuff. Um, do you have anything initially before we go into the individual scenarios? Um, I, I, like off the top of my head, as far as traveling goes, um, one resource that I always use is the USCCA reciprocity map. And it's literally, it's such a nice platform. It has a map of the United States. You click on the states that you're going to be traveling through or where you're going to be staying. And it literally gives you everything you need to know about that state, like all the laws and, um, how you're supposed to store it. If you can even have it on you and like, it'll base it off of, um, where your license is from as well. And if you're, if that state accepts it or something like that. So it's a, it's a great platform. Um, and then, that's awesome. Yeah. And then the holidays and stuff, I was thinking about this and I was just like, you know what? Like nothing should really change between like now and the holidays because you should already have those foundations and continue to be utilizing them. And this is mostly like for situational awareness. Like you should be just mm-hmm. as situationally aware uh, in the summertime or somewhere if there's not a lot of people as you would be in the winter where you might be somewhere with a lot of people. Um, the only difference mm-hmm. I would say is like, let's say I take my kids to the mall in, this, in like, I don't know, like we homeschool. So sometime, you know, when the mall's not busy, well, then I probably won't take my kids to the mall um, during Christmas time because it's just busier, you know, that kind of stuff. Maybe thinking ahead a little mm-hmm. bit more going in the morning instead of like whenever I wanted. Um, but like you should still be practicing the same foundations no matter what time of year uh, it is and where you are. No, that's really good. That's really great advice. Um, quick question on the uh, on the map. Yeah. Is it, do they go over um, traveling in between states? So like for instance, if you are, if we're traveling from Tennessee to Michigan, which we would never go through Illinois because that would be just completely stupid and out of the way. <laughs> but we can't, from what I can understand, like you can't even drive through Illinois with um, I don't know. having it. I don't, I, I don't know in Illinois specifically, but like I think it should mm-hmm. say on there, if you're just passing through, how, how do you store it? Are you even allowed? Because um, okay. I yeah. was thinking about doing a bike trip um, at somewhere, I don't know, from the east to the west. And, um, like, Oregon is, like, a funky one if I wanted to go through there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, well, maybe I have to, like, ship it from, you know, Oregon to California. So then, like, it doesn't – I'm not actually having it in that state or something like that. So, yeah, but mm-hmm. it should be on that map to know how to travel through it. Okay. Yeah. I know. It's funny. We have like a few states that my husband's like, well, we're never going here, 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 or here. (laughs) Yeah. So get that out of your brain. Right. I know. We're thinking about like where we want to live after the Air Force. And like New York is totally out. It's such such a pain because it's a beautiful state. And that's where my husband grew up. But like New York is just out, you know, like it's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, And so I want to go to. I I love New York City and I was like supposed to move there at one point. Oh, I yeah. did not cuz I met my husband. Okay. And I'm like I really want to go back and he's like 
Yeah. <laughs> Up to you, but... <laughs> yeah, anyway. Um, okay, so let's talk about these scenarios. Okay. So, because I feel like the things that maybe you and I think about, probably majority of people aren't thinking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was totally, like, revealed to me in the situation I walked through the other day where the she also felt like the guy was being weird but it was kind of like she still encouraged and continued the conversation on mm. and i'm like looking and sizing him up like right in his pockets <laughs> the whole situation and right. i'm like about to like fight this guy <laughs> and she's like give me a hug and i'm like oh my gosh yeah. and she afterwards she was like i should not have done that i said no you should not have done that yeah yeah but even me in that situation, I allowed him to continue talking to us because I didn't know what else to do. Right. Because we were cornered. Right. Anyway, that whole thing. So most people don't think that way. People like me need a reminder. So let's talk about the first one, shopping during the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, so like lots of foot traffic, dark parking lots, weather conditions that could leave you stranded, which I don't know if you'll think about this, but one thing that I just want to like make sure I remember to say is have a tool in your car secured a secured tool that like you can secure to your advisor or dash or whatever um but to have like a window breaker and those mm-hmm. different things mm-hmm. i feel like that's a tool that often gets missed i like to have like the ones that are multiple that stay on our knives or whatever right so that they're always with us um but you never know when you need to cut a seatbelt or cut or be able to smash a window those are included in all of these tools i'm talking about because mm-hmm. you want to be proactive in like any situation right Anyway, so what are you looking out for in these situations? How are you being proactive with um, tools? Can we talk specifically a little bit about situational awareness for a second? And like, what are you specifically teaching your kids in these scenarios? Are you vocalizing with them before you go into the store? Different things like that. Mm -hmm. Yes, Uh, I always, no matter what it is, like it doesn't even, it could even be like we went to a um, flea market, or not a flea market, um, what's, what's it called? Like the yard, yard sale. And I had given like some of our toys to the yard sale. And beforehand, I was like, okay, now I'm going to tell you, like you might see some of your toys there. And we are just, we're going to let you pick out new ones, but these were the toys that you don't play with anymore. And you no, know, and they're like, okay, okay. And so, and they went and they were totally fine. And so like you definitely want to talk like talk about it even when you're like you're not even going to the store and then remind them like hey when we go into the store I need you to listen and this is why and you need to stay in the car you need to hold my hand like if you don't listen then I'm gonna have to pick you up these kind of things and they usually understand and they're really good about it um and you just practice this discipline at home with anything um and I find it that helps a lot. Like it just helps a lot when you're like, you get down on the same level, like you're looking eye to eye and you're just having this conversation and telling them like, you need to listen during like when we're in the store and et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. for, okay. So dark parking lots. Um, I honestly, I just try not to go shopping at night. <laughs> uh, that's just like, thank you. Yeah. Like I just, I just avoid it entirely. Um, I, even if the parking lot is well lit, like I just, if it's dark out, I just don't go out. Um, or I go out with my Mm -hmm. husband and like, I'm sorry, but like women and men are targeted differently and I am just better off with my husband there at night or just not going at all. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, 
Yeah, it, it's very true. There's like, and I think something people don't think about is like there was one situation not long ago. We had to go. There was a Target I had to go to because right. my formula was only there. Mm. So I had to go to that Target, and it was so I was so frustrated. I usually do the pickup. I couldn't do that. They weren't allowing me to, so I had to go in. And yeah. my husband was with me, and so were the kids. Yeah, and they were sleeping. He was his foot was hurting, so he was like, "Can you just go in?" I literally, I swear, I walk in, and as I'm walking in, I make two eye contact with two guys, and I knew that they were no good. Mm. And I knew that Target is notorious for this, mm-hmm. and so I literally, I did as fast as I could, and I knew they were following me around the store, the whole thing, and I was like, I just have to deal with this because I have to get this formula. Yeah, yeah. And I was on the phone with my husband the whole time, making them aware that I was aware of them, mm-hmm. but. Like people, they 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 watched him drop me off out of the truck, and yeah. they saw him go away. So like they knew I was alone right. and vulnerable. Right. But that's what people don't even realize is that there's specific people aren't just like walking around and being weird in the store. They're they're they looking. have a plan. Yeah, yeah, they have yeah. a plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they yeah. look, there'll there'll be people who um, they'll walk around parking lots to see if there's any cars with car seats, and then they're like, all right, well this person's probably in the store, and let me go find a woman that has kids, and that's probably their car, and they have some, they just park next to the car, and um, go in, follow you around, and like they're ready to go, you know, and so it's just mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you just, they have there's so many different tactics that these guys do, and it's just getting more and more crazy. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, um, if you, ha- I don't like if you have to go in uh, at night, like just like park towards the front. You don't want to be towards the back of the parking lot. You want to be closest to the store. Mm-hmm. Um, be on the phone. Like, don't be on the phone oblivious, but be on the phone with someone like who knows where you are, like your husband, and just like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm at the store. I'm walking in. I'm walking around. Yada yada. And then if you see any suspicious behavior, you can ask an employee to walk you out. Um, or yep. like if uh, – and, and obviously, like, have a flashlight. Look around your car. Is there a vehicle parked next to yours when the whole parking lot is empty kind of thing? Um, and then mm-hmm. it's just like preventative measures, you know, like, like just – seeing if an employee can come or if there is some suspicious behavior call the police like something like that is not going to bother them like call, be safe than sorry call the police and just yeah. wait until they and come that, and check it out yeah in that target situation i got on the phone with my husband and i loudly said there is a man that's making me uncomfortable and he's following me yeah and he was like okay i'll pull to the front and i said okay i'll meet you at the front and i made myself loud i made mm-hmm. myself i didn't confront him specifically because he was he size wise bigger than me so i'm like looking at what is sizing him up right also it was very busy that day so what i really have wanted to draw no i would not have Mm -hmm. because i obviously would not want to hurt someone else and i know i'm not that good (laughs) so i'm you want to keep those things in mind too right um but i i I feel like it's just it's we have to change as women, we have to change mm-hmm. the idea that we can't be loud and that we can't be rude. Right. Yeah. You definitely. Because like, it's rude that they're following you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have total permission. Anyone's listening, you have total permission to be loud and rude. Like, they're a stranger. They're making yep. you uncomfortable. Your safety is number one. So, like, just do it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Do you find that you're, you've, like, with the conversations you're having with your kids, do you ever find that they are afraid or do you phrase things in a certain way because I also don't want to raise my kids in fear to constantly be like I want aware but not fearful right you know what I mean yeah 
Yeah. Uh, it's the language. Like, just don't use, like, bad people. Like, don't use bad or scary or murderer, you know. Like, just say, like, you know, like, teach them behavior more than um, stranger danger or um, there's another one out there. Forget all the words, but like just strange behavior. What's gonna be uh, a little? What's not right? You know, um, is someone following you that you don't know? Um, or you know, especially like most of the time when it comes to um, child abuse, it's people we know in our family that we never would have thought would have been. So it's like teaching them. All right, what's not right? What's um, something that you need to tell mom and dad? Even things like, for example. Um, you could, I mean, I, I haven't really done, like, I need to start talking more about this, but, like, I would talk to my daughter about, like, okay, if someone, ask, like, says, hey, I have a lollipop, if you want to come over here, and I'll give it to you, just don't tell mom and dad. You know, like, secrets. If, can you keep a secret? Mm-hmm. If someone uses the word secret, you need to tell us. Um, and it's nothing, mm-hmm. like, it's nothing scary. Like, a lollipop, someone giving you a lollipop is not scary, but the strange thing is they're giving you one, they're not giving anyone else one. You know, they're not giving your brothers one. So, um... So, like, just to look out for something that's just not right. And if anyone ever says, like, hey, can I have a secret, you need to tell us. Uh, and then the other mm-hmm. thing is just, which is actually something, and it's, it's come to affect me today um, when teaching my kids. But in my family, using anat- 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 the correct Correct anatomical language. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I could not yeah. say that. Um, <laughs> but using that, like the correct names for body parts, is like super, super valuable. Um, and not yes. making it yep. weird because it is weird for me because that's not something I grew up. We grew up saying weird words for these parts, you know, mm-hmm. and so like these silly yeah. words. And so using the correct ones helps. Um, have that mature conversation and it doesn't have to be weird at all Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, I'm the odd one out in our family because I am like I'm very serious about that we are using the correct language and I have been known to correct some of my other uh, some of the other children in our Mm -hmm. family which Mm -hmm. maybe that's not right but I'm like my kids are going to know the correct language right I would rather put that tool in their hand right heaven forbid something happens Mm -hmm. and they can't get a conviction because it's some random word that is not actually what it is right so yeah Um, yeah I'm I'm a little nuts about that (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean I think that's totally okay because like the more we can spread it anyway the better off everyone is yeah Yeah. absolutely Mm -hmm. um so talking actually a little bit about that mm-hmm. um with get, wanting to stay prepared but also wanting to be able to enjoy yourself so whether it's going to a family party um and maybe there's like extended family that you're not necessarily the most comfortable with mm-hmm. i feel like so many of us just like deal with that that's something we're working through in my own family of not dealing with it anymore right of being like if this person's going to be there i'm not going because my kids are i'm not i will not expose my kids to that person right, right. sometimes you just have to make a hard cho- choice oh, and yeah. say no yeah yeah i think it's, it's highly dependent highly depend on the situation like if you for example like my husband and my family my husband family like i have grown up knowing every single person and having sleepovers with them and my cousins and all that stuff like I don't have any issues with any of my family members and so like um Mm -hmm. 
So, like, when you're in that kind of situation, like, yeah, obviously you're going to keep an eye, especially on your kids, for the sake of just being safe, you know, jumping on the couch and running around the fireplace, you know, you're going to keep an eye on them. But, like, I'm not worried about anyone else, and I know that they're going to be helping me keep an eye on them. So, like, in that kind of case, yeah, I would have a drink or so. But, I mean, I don't drink. I don't like drinking. I don't like the taste of alcohol. I've kind of written it off. But, like, in that case, you know, like, if I wanted a drink, I'd be totally fine with it. Um, And then... And, uh, but in the case that you do have that strange uncle or something like that, you gotta, sorry, but like you probably shouldn't have alcohol and you just, you know, hang around with your kid and have a good time with your kid and, and like make sure you're yeah. with them the whole time. Um, you know, make sure that they're like, you can talk to your kids too beforehand. Like, Hey, we are only hanging out in the kitchen and the living room. We do not go in the bedroom. If you have to go to the bathroom, come ask me so I can help, you know, don't go in the basement. Like we are in the space and that's it. Um, you want to go anywhere mm-hmm. else? You have to ask me first. Uh, and so like that's kind of, and that goes back to the whole, like talking to them before going somewhere. Um, and so it's you it's really dependent on the situation and um what you should and shouldn't do as far as drinking or, or having a you know how much of a good time do you want to have mm-hmm. um and then you yeah. know maybe if you are like uncomfortable but you really want to go hang out with your family maybe you can get a babysitter that you trust yeah 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 absolutely <laughs> i think the i think the point in me asking a question too is just to get people to think about like think these things through before you're in this situation right yeah and decide what your game plan is with mm-hmm. your partner have a code word if you need to get out of the situation like mm-hmm. have have a plan before you go into it yeah um and decide like are are we gonna have a drink are we not who's like and that's just also basic just like communication of yeah who's the dd tonight stuff like that not i'm not i'm speaking like this like we're just getting out and getting blasted all the time we're not no yeah no (laughs) you know what i mean yeah i think you put it into you you said it better than i did though but you definitely yeah just like you said have a plan before you go over know who is like whose role they are like who's gonna do what um and then you know just like okay if something happens then we leave or you know whatever your plan is yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think it's also I wanted to note this with the whole alcohol thing and uh, the laws that you talked about earlier. I don't know if they talk about any of this kind of stuff in the remind me of what it's what it's called again. The, the USCCA. Yeah, the USCCA reciprocity map. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if they talk about any of this kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. um, but there are different laws for alcohol consumption Mm -hmm. and going into specific establishments. Yeah. Depending on where you're at. Yeah. So like Tennessee's laws are different than Michigan's, so we have to be conscious of that. Like if we're gonna go out with our family or whatever, go to a bar with them, that that is something that you keep in mind too. Yeah. Because and it is on that site. They talk. You can get in trouble really, really fast. (laughs) Oh yeah. Um, my general rule of thumb is if you're gonna have a drink, just don't have your firearm. And that's just yeah. For me, I have some other tool that's not gonna be like. Because if, if you do have to use it and you're under the influence, like, that is going to be used against you. No matter what law it is, even if the state says it's okay, like, it's going to be used against yeah. you. Um, and so I would just rather have another tool on me that um, isn't lethal. Like, I mean, everything everything is technically lethal. You can kill anyone with anything. But, like, uh, you know, a gun yeah. is going to be way more uh, yeah. scrutinized than, you know, a flashlight or something like that. Yeah, 
yeah yeah and by the way when she's talking about flashlights she's talking about like really really high lumens like yeah yeah the one my husband carries could blind a person a literally ta- a tactical <laughs> flashlight is pretty much like you want to make sure surefire is a really good company um they're expensive but they're great quality um I yeah. need to get one for me because I have a really crappy one and I need okay. to get a good one. So yeah. that's good to know. Yeah. Um, okay. One more thing I want to talk like another situation real quick because this we haven't talked on this, but you cover this really well. Protecting yourself while traveling and staying in hotels. Mm-hmm. So when you're traveling and maybe obviously like everyone has different things. Some like we have smaller safes that we take with us when we travel to visit with my family and then we have other ones like there's different options that we have but you can't take like your massive safe when you travel everywhere (laughs) especially on like a plane Mm -hmm. hotels all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. so what do you do to protect yourself when you're traveling staying in hotels and storing your firearms or other just everyday carry items right while you're traveling to protect one from your kids and then whatever Mm -hmm. other people around you yeah so um i was thinking about this like Oh, sometimes like if you're driving, you don't really think about what you do with your firearm if you're staying at a hotel. You're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna have my firearm on me, and then we're gonna drive, and we'll stop whenever we need to, and then continue, and then like the whole like, oh, what do I do when we stop? Kind of skips the mind. Um, and so mm-hmm. like, if you forget, people were like, oh well, I'll just stick it in the microwave, or I'll stay. And maybe the hotel has a safe, but maybe they don't. You know, maybe you might not figure out how to work for it. Um, I'll stick it in a drawer or something like that. And it's like, no, because you have your kids and like they're mm-hmm. very curious by nature and can do a lot of very mm-hmm. impressive things that you wouldn't think they could do. So um, and I like there is travel safes. There's always a flaw in all of them. Um, like I have yet to find a travel safe that I really like. And um, like mm-hmm. I love Fort Knox, but those are so dang heavy. You know, so like I can't <laughs> take that with me. Um, I mean you could, yeah. but like you're lugging on like a legit safe with you. And so um, yeah. So I was like researching. I was like, okay, well, what is the reason I want a safe? And the two biggest mm-hmm. ones is to keep my kids out of it. And to, um, like, be difficult to get into so that if someone breaks in and gets a hold of my safe, they can't break in and get the firearm, like, within seconds, you know. And there's a couple Mm -hmm. of safes out there that take literally seconds to open, not, like, the correct way to, like, break into it. Um, Yeah. And so I was researching, I was like, I don't know. And I ended up going with um, Baltech because... Yeah, you can open a Voltec safe with a paperclip, um, but it takes, like, my kid is not going to be able to take a screwdriver and screw off the faceplate and then figure out a, how to, you know, open it with a paperclip. But it's going to take at least, you know, mm-hmm. like, they're going to have to be so old in order to be able to do that. And plus, like, yeah. you would hear anyone doing it. Um, and so, and then the other aspect is if an intruder came in and they got a hold of the safe, well, they're not going to be able to open it in a reasonable, like a quick amount of time to be able to use it on me. Like I will know if someone's in the room before they even get a chance to get into it. And so if they steal it, well, that's, that's going to be like a good 20 minutes before they can get into the safe once they get to their, um, uh, destination so you can call the police and they can like start doing their thing before they even break mm-hmm. in into the safe so yeah those were my two requirements and the Voltec safe met that requirement um but like I don't 
I don't like electronics because of the battery, you know, like even though the battery won't fail for like two years, it's still going to fail at some point. And then if you have a key, well, you might lose the key. The kids might get the key. A lot of them come with apps now. Like what if the kid opens your phone and gets to the app and yeah. then the biometric is, is nice. I didn't get the biometric one, but like it's just all these things, you know, I, I'm old school. I like mechanical and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. 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 No, that's good to know. I like trying different ones and the biometrics thing, like especially like the fingerprint stuff. Mm. I'm like, how many times when we all had the iPhone thing, did that fail? Because right. our fingerprint is like sweaty or whatever. Right, like, right, yeah. Especially thinking about like you're in a stressed out situation and uh-huh. you're even having to get into it. Like, uh-uh, I ain't doing that. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that's great to know. Mm-hmm. I think... Um, one of oh i had another question for you what was it shoot that's okay i don't remember <laughs> I'll, oh, take, I'll take a drink also. when you're traveling in a hotel <laughs> no you're good yeah go for it um when you are traveling in a hotel or whatever which mm-hmm. i know like you do really good about not posting like if you're gone and everything so people mm-hmm. don't know you're home but specifically, like, in your hotel room, have you seen any of those, like, extra, like, lock things? Like, do you suggest those? The the stupid one that was on TikTok for your actual house that was going around and people were, like, literally undoing it with, like, a credit card was really – did you see I, that? No, I haven't seen it. I haven't been on it was social attached media to your, much. Yeah, it, so it was about – that's okay that's a good thing it's it's not good <laughs> there it was like this lock thing that you attached to your door it was just like an extra strengthening lock for okay. like the kind that they put on hotel doors um oh but it can totally be open with like a credit card yeah um yeah there, there's a couple different ones that like they come with the standard um uh, doors like the one at the top with the the latch in the um mm-hmm. the ball that so yeah. like when you open like you can open the door but it doesn't open because the ball catches kind of thing um, yeah. that one can be open with like a coat hanger and then there's um uh, another one <sighs> I don't I don't remember exactly how they did it um but or what the lock was but yeah most of the hotel locks that are standard you could break into um and so yeah I do recommend having a, an extra lock either the one that goes in i don't know the name of it but it goes into the actual um handle the Mm -hmm. i used to know all the the (laughs) the little spring lock i think is what it's called yeah um and Mm -hmm. it it kind of jams that so it it can't open and then there's another one that's it's a literal stopper um that you put at the bottom of the door and if the door gets pushed it gets pushed on the stopper and then the there's an alarm on that stopper that goes off um and so that's awesome yeah i i like that one and then you can also if you really want you can get a a door um i think it's like a called a door bar or door jam and it just goes under the door handle and it's it just creates that triangle to give that strength and it just can't get kicked in um yeah. Or you would you would know. <laughs> it yeah. would take a lot of no, effort I to just, get into. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a fan of staying in hotels because I feel like at any time like it's it just feels like I, I don't like because I'm vulnerable. I don't like hotels. Though. I am yeah. I, when I went to LA by myself for the manufacturer, I was like 
There was just, I would literally walk like down the hallway and if someone like came into the hallway too, I would just keep walking past my door until that person was gone. And then I would turn around and go to my door. Like I don't let anyone yeah. know what door I'm staying in because they might not do something at that moment, but they can like later mm-hmm. on at night be hanging around and, and like know where you are breaking at night. So I just, no one knows what door I'm staying in. Cause I just continue walking until, until yeah. they're gone. Yeah. No. See, these are the things I've been doing since I was 10 that my friend said I was crazy and paranoid. So thank you for validating. No, you're not. You are way ahead of all of us because I did some stupid stuff in college. So, yeah. I just, I'm like, I'm too afraid for my own for my own well-being. But maybe it is for my well-being. I don't know. Oh, that's so good to have. Yeah. Anyway, um, okay, well, thank you so much for chatting with me. I would love if you really quickly talk about your leggings that you're working on, because I know those are going to be out, like, so soon, so right? So soon, so soon. We are actually, like, I have, okay, so for those who don't know, I've been working on this from, like, 2000, oh, gosh, 2019, I think, was when, like, I was, like, I am making, no, 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 when my, 2020, I was pregnant with my son, so... I think it was like 2020, late 2020, early 2021. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. um, I had working with so many like different manufacturers. No one, no one was doing anything good. Like yuck, yuck, yuck. <laughs> and then, so I finally like, I wanted to keep everything American made and I was yeah. getting so like frustrated. I was like, do I really have to go overseas somewhere? Like it's obviously not going to be China, but I was like maybe India or something like that. And then I just, Mm-hmm. luckily so I was literally considering dumpster diving at some <laughs> at a facility to find out where their manufacturers were because Lululemon actually did that the CEO dumpster dove at a yoga mat place to find where they made the yoga mats to then start making yoga mats for the store and so that's where I got that idea I was like well I might just go dumpster dive and figure out <laughs> where these things are made um and so anyway I luckily found a manufacturer that um a brand that I really like uses and so I was like you know what I'm just gonna try one more they're in California in California but American made and uh mm-hmm. they turned out to be fantastic like I only needed two samples made to get it correct and good and so we are here like we have final samples Yay. yeah and i i just did a vote for today to pick out one of the colors and so uh yes i just voted <laughs> yeah once i order that i don't know if it's i really hope i can get it out before christmas i don't know if that's gonna happen but they they're going like it's happening now um so anyway so i have yeah. one style that's coming out right now that's a high-waisted belted legging like something you just can't go wrong with it's got pockets on the side they have um a weco or got certified uh, certification so that is there's no toxic chemicals in them. Um, I am just like, Yay. I am like that crunchy person that's just getting more and more crunchy. So I want to make sure that yes. there's no toxic uh, chemicals in the leggings themselves. Um, and then, so that's the one that's rolling out now. And then I have another sample that's a beltless concealed carry legging that um, allows you to still use a Kydex holster. And that one I have to test first. Like it seems... It looks very promising, but I need to do a ton of workouts in them first and do Mm -hmm. a lot of jaws and reholsters just to make sure, like, nothing bad is going to happen with them. Will you – because – real quick. I know the whole point behind them, but will you – because people are probably, like, what do you mean – 
leggings there's a million pairs of leggings out there <laughs> will you tell like real quick like what your point is behind creating them yeah what the need is yeah so um I after I had gotten my concealed carry like I only wear leggings and I was like how do I conceal my firearm and leggings and the problem with most leggings like Lululemon or Athleta or whatever is that they're not strong enough to hold your firearm um and like there's no structure like you have with jeans or something like that and so there's companies mm-hmm. out there who create like a structured legging to be able to um, hold your firearm or like uh, holster your firearm but like the way that they did it is just not safe Um, and there's Mm -hmm. a lot of ways you can fail wearing your firearm like that and it it makes me cringe and I just feel awful for those because that's just an accident waiting to happen and and there's the issue because it can literally like flip in on you it can flip in and like it doesn't retain like if you're bending over and your firearm falls out at the store that's not good you know or if you're running if you've like this actually happened someone bent over a fence and the trigger got pulled and she shot herself through the legging and my issue is that these companies just don't seem to care like there's been people have voiced their opinions and they just don't care nothing changes you know they add a band-aid but that doesn't do anything so anyway so i i am making sure that like there is no chance that you can fail but like your firearm can harm you um you can safely wear your firearm with leggings if you are a legging person like me (laughs) or like if you want to go running and work out and all that stuff like you can safely wear like I want to be able to do um handstand walks and burpees and then all this stuff like crossfit and things like that with leggings and a firearm and none of these things on the market right now will let me do that safely yeah 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 so yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. It's going to be so great. I know. I'm you've you've so been pumped. with me like since the beginning of this. So. Yeah, I've been yeah. like watching the whole process. Yeah. Like she is going to get it one day. Finally, <laughs> like I, I was just, there was a couple, like couple of months where I'm like, I don't know if this is going to happen, but like we're here now. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. That's so exciting. Yeah. I'm so excited. So is that going to be on your website? It's co- Koa, right? Yeah. So the website is Koa Athletics. Um, I'm still working on okay. it. So you're, but like everything okay. on my, like I update everything on Instagram. So um, okay, Case, yeah, Casey Lynn Tactics. That you'll find all your information there. Um, and I'll make sure. Perfect. Like I haven't been posting much because I've been so busy, but I know I will be getting back to it. Um, and then any updates though for the leggings, like it's gonna be there. Okay, so, awesome. Yeah. Cool. I'll put that in the show notes and okay. everything. And then when they come out, I'll update them so people can get them directly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, okay, well, thank you again so much for coming on. I really appreciate you taking the time just to like throw a little bit of education out there. I really highly recommend you guys go follow her because she puts out really great content. Go binge everything she has. You'll learn so much about just like teaching your kids and like real life situations and um yeah, you're just a really great follow. You put out a lot of great information. <laughs> well, thank you. So I really appreciate the work you do. Um, thank you for listening in. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, the whole thing. Uh, leave a comment if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Or no, not a comment, a review. <laughs> Please don't comment. <laughs> comment on YouTube, gosh. Um, review because the podcast grows exponentially when you guys leave reviews. Uh, you can follow along with the rest of my life and encouragement at InBetweenMama on Instagram and InBetween in between mama on tiktok i've also got the blog and extensive show notes at inbetweenmama.com thanks again for listening and tune in next tuesday for another episode (laughs) thanks again casey